Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network. iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. Hi, everybody. Happy Monday. Um, this podcast is going to be a little bit different today just because, you know, we want to acknowledge what's going on in our world and we want to have a conversation about it. So our podcast today is going to be more about that. And to be honest, I think podcasts moving forward, we probably will discuss this topic moving forward just because I do believe that this change needs to go beyond and this conversation needs to go beyond what's happening just specifically this weekend, last weekend, over the weekend. Um, And it's, a conversation that um, I think a lot of people have started to have for the first time 
including myself. I've always thought that just being quiet about things meant that I was being peaceful and not causing confrontation and um, avoiding criticism in any way that I could. And I kind of over really after um, we had the podcast where we discussed Hannah Brown and what was happening in the Facebook group, I kind of got tired of being quiet and wanting to talk about it. So that's what we're going to do. And specifically starting today, we're going to have a conversation with a scrubber who messaged both Tanya and myself. And Tanya is going to read the message, but um, she's in our Facebook group and um, we wanted to have her on to kind of talk about her experience of really just being a source for people who need resources to educate themselves and learn more and also how she has felt in the Facebook group as a woman of color. Well, I think for me, um, with, I think with what's happened specifically in the past week, you know, I've been, this isn't obviously, this has been going on for years and years and years and years and years. And I have acknowledged these things and I, and I always thought like, you know, I'm vocal and I am, you know, not racist. And I believe in being, you know, loving everybody and I don't see color. And, you know, I thought that was part of the solution. And I've quickly realized that that's not enough. And, um, I think it is hard because I will never understand what it's like to be, you know, a, a woman of color because I'm a white woman and, you know, um, my heart aches for the black community because, it's, it's inhumane. It's not, it's not okay. And I think that, you know, I've always, I've always thought I was a woke individual and, um, I think I just need to, I realize I need to, I really am not, mm-hmm. you know, and it's embarrassing. And, um, yeah, I saw this message from Natalie Cherry and she said, Tanya, I messaged Becca too, but I know y'all get so many messages daily. As a black scrub sister, I want to say that the support I've gotten from our scrub sisters has been great. They have stepped up. I noticed that a lot of people want to do better and ask for resources. What do you think about maybe once a week we choose a video or movie or show to watch that showcases the injustice of black people? And I saw this and I was like, this is exactly what, for me personally, I need this. You know, like I... I think one of the biggest steps is saying, I want to help. I want to do something, but I don't know. I don't know what to do, you know? And, Mm -hmm. um, so I saw this and I really wanted to get her on and get her, you know, to talk because I'd love to hear her suggestions of how she thinks that we can, you know, um, educate ourselves better and things that we can watch and read and, and kind of continue that conversation from her perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm excited to talk to her. I, um, It's so interesting because we had so many conversations recently, especially in the Facebook group and on social media in general, it's a lot of like political stuff, but this isn't a political issue. This is a human rights issue. And I just want people to be aware of what they get defensive about and check what, um, like what you feel like you're defending because this, this isn't something that can be defended and, this is an issue that we all need to learn more about and um, educate ourselves on. And so I'm really excited to talk to her and kind of talk about what how she's felt in a predominantly white community, which is our Facebook group. You know, if you probably looked at most of the um, 
listeners and their backgrounds. I would assume that most of them are white, and I um, am excited to talk to her and hear her viewpoint as someone um, in our community who is seeing positivity and in looking forward to change. Hi, Natalie. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming on and having a conversation with us about what's going on because, um, I don't know, I think it's just so important to have someone speak on it from um, a black person's perspective of what's going on rather than us just talking about our views and how what we're experiencing. I wanted to hear what you're experiencing, um, and especially in our Facebook group you know, you mentioned the positivity and how things are going. So I just kind of wanted to get your perspective on how things were before just recent times versus what's happening now. Um, so I come from a very small town um, in Mississippi, the most segregated state that yeah. in the nation. Um, but the school that I'm from, I have in my 26 years, I've never experienced racism. I was actually messaging one of my classmates um, Friday and I told her, I said, I'm so fortunate to have had the classmates and the teachers that I had because I've never experienced it. I didn't know, like I wasn't oblivious to what was happening, but I never had it happen to me mm-hmm. uh, until, so this was Friday when I messaged her. Then that Saturday I get to work and I'm called a racial slur by a customer. Wow. I went 26 years without ever having anything to what happened to me Saturday. Um, So for the Facebook group, let's see how I can say it. Uh, Some people want to do better. And I feel if someone wants to do better, it's, our job, not just white people, white people to, to educate them. So that's, that's been, that's been a really good thing to see the, the other white people in the group stepping up and saying, you know what, this is what you can do better. These are the resources that I have that can help you do better. And it's, it's been very overwhelming that um, the support, it's, it's, it's such a positive group. So I'm grateful to be a part of it. I'm really happy to hear you say that just because there there is so much negativity right now. And I think um, I, I was really, you know, excited when I saw that you said that in the message. But then also I was also really curious as to the second part when you said, you know, the idea of having somebody come on and choose a video or movie or show to watch that showcases the injustice of, of the black community because I think that's exactly what um, – that's exactly what I know I need. So I think, you know, I think I speak, I don't want to speak for you, Becca, but I think a lot of people, you know, we realize that, you know, we realize that there is an injustice and we see it, we've seen it with our own eyes, but we don't know what to do or how to help. And I think being more well-versed and more educated on, you know, with these movies and these videos and things like that, it can help us better understand how we can help and how, how to move forward in that direction. So I'm really interested. I hope, I don't know if you have like a list or something that we can maybe post in the Facebook group or talk about now. Um, something I I, that you I, think would be. I wrote a few things down. Um, I wanted to 
to uh, share things that have been put out within the last few years. I didn't want to share anything from 1940s. I didn't want to share that yeah. because, of course, we know that that happened back then. A lot of people are oblivious to the fact that it still happened in 2015, 2020. So I wanted to share things that have been recently aired on Netflix and Hulu. Um, mm -hmm. So I do have a list, and of course, I have more that I can share on the Facebook group, too. That's great. Do you want to share that list mm -hmm. now? Let's see. My favorite thing on Netflix is When They See Us. It's about five black guys. Um, the Ava DuVernay docuseries. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. probably my favorite thing out right now. So that's a really, really good start. Seven, yeah, it's a seven, powerful, powerful show. Super powerful. I mean, you have to be, and it's so, I feel like it's so educational and you can learn so, I, it's things that I didn't know. Of course, you know, like I'm 26 and there's things that I hadn't had to live through. So it's things that I learned as a black woman um, watching I, that show. I, I, yeah, and it's it, because, you know, that was such a, uh, a huge story in the news. Mm -hmm. And so I remember reading about it, but you know, when you watch this, the show and you see what actually went down, mm -hmm. um, it's very eye opening. So that's a really great one. I agree with you. And I, I know there's some books that people, um, they've been recommending a lot. I don't personally, I don't like books because like you said, when you watch it, you can read something, but when you mm -hmm. watch it, you can see right. the pain. So it's for me, like I, I personally like to watch it. I like to see people's faces and see, um, and you could, I don't know, I feel like you can look at someone's face and tell that they're hurt. Mm -hmm. I agree. So that's, that's super important to me. Um, but of course, books are good too, if that's, if that's the way people like to go. I'm just personally not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, I think when you're, when you have visual, it, it's so, when I, I read about um, George Floyd before I watched the video, and I read about it and I was mad. I, I had like this weird, I just felt sick to my stomach all day just reading about it. And then when I watched the video, I got right. so mad and it affected mm -hmm. me so differently than when I just read it. So and true. so I, I do agree. There is something to like making yourself watch what's, what reality is and seeing what's right. happened. Have you um, by any chance watched the documentary 13th on Netflix? Yes, that was my second recommendation. Oh, sorry. Um, no, take it away. Okay. I'll shut up. It's okay. <laughs> You're fine. That, that's, that's a really good one, too. I like that one. I saw that um, um, a few people posted that they watched that recently. So that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I wanted to get your take on it because you said, um, you know, we all know what happened back in you know, when the civil rights movement, but to be honest, when I watched it, I felt like there were so many things that I learned that I probably should have already known about just in right. history, but it was so eye opening to me to hear just what, where this is all stemming from and why it's still happening today. It makes so much more sense watching that documentary. It made me understand yes. so much more what's going on right now. I agree. And it was weird because it came out in like 2016, I think. Mm -hmm. And it felt yeah. it feels like it was made for what's going on today. So that's what's crazy. And that's why I wanted to share things that 
have recently happened. Like, it, I don't, it's crazy that these things are still happening in 2020. Yeah. It's, it's so heartbreaking. Okay, so number one was when they see us. Two was 13. Seven okay, seconds is on uh, Netflix. Oh, that, I, that one hurt. That A 15-year-old black boy was killed and police covered it up. That was a super oh. sad one. Yes. So is that's it a one. documentary? Is it a... It's a series. Oh, okay. it's, it's only one season. Um, but it was, it was a good, it was good. Okay. Seven seconds. Mm-hmm. No, I've just watched this within the last week and it's called, um, the hate you give it's on Hulu. They also have a book. So if people like to read books, that's a, that's another good one. If this was about a black guy getting killed by the cops in front of his best friend, it's hard. Yeah, I, I saw really... that when it came out in theaters, and I, I just sat in my seat afterwards because it. I, I don't. I, there's this level of just guilt that hap- You know, when you see what's. I think what you were saying, the visual aspect of it, it just makes it so much more eye-opening and real to what what is happening that we just you know we see media coverage every now and then on some of them but Mm -hmm. how often it's happening yeah I know a lot of black people they said they couldn't even watch the video of George Floyd because they know like it 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 hits so close to home that some black people won't even watch it Yeah, I I posted the video on my story just out of I was so angry and I I was like the way it made me feel I thought everyone needs to see they need to feel this and then I got a lot of comments saying it's triggering for people to watch and so that was something that I learned and is something to keep in mind when you're when you're mad and you're you know trying to be an ally and show support there is you have to be careful of what content you're posting for people yeah. to watch and see yeah i agree with that too all right let's get your fifth recommendation and then maybe you can post the rest the rest of the list in the facebook group for everybody okay let's see this isn't a movie um this is a podcast it's called speaking of racism which is a really i mean obviously people listen to podcasts so that's a good one to <laughs> a good one to listen to who is it is it um stories or is it just conversation what's the premise of it it's stories it's stories conversation uh, and conversations it's both okay cool who are the hosts oh let me go back and look i don't think i wrote that down oh that's okay i'll have to no fine i'll have to look that up i'll post all of that on um the facebook group um, I wanted to get your opinion because I saw a post in the Facebook group before we started t- the podcast today, and it was a conversation about how to handle people in your life who are <laughs> defensive about what's going mm-hmm. on right now and not, um, I guess, yeah, defending their racism and saying, you know, what's going on is wrong and it's out of control. I just wanted to get your take on it because it's, there's a lot of people who are struggling mm-hmm. with how to how to have those conversations. Do you in, have those conversations? What's where do you stand on that? I think 
So about the thing that happened to me Saturday with the white man calling me a racial slur, I was so speechless. I, I couldn't use my voice. I, I couldn't. I was so hurt and words couldn't even come out of my mouth. Thankfully, I had other white patients in the room and they spoke up for me. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to, I know it's super, I know it's uncomfortable. I mean, it's uncomfortable for black people. So I know it's mm-hmm, uncomfortable right. to speak up, especially to, for people, to people that you love. But if you have to do it, I mean, you have to do what's right is what I think. It's going to be yeah. uncomfortable. You have to tell them we're uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable now going to work. I don't want to go to work. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I'm, so, I'm so sorry that happened. And especially in a time right now where there's already so much hate and, but people are having, are recognizing this and trying mm-hmm. to do better. The fact that you go 26 years without experiencing that. And then during this time you experience that is so heartbreaking. It is so, it's painful. It's really painful and really, really hurtful. Did y'all see the post about someone in the uh, Facebook group? She asked about, she she supports Black Lives Matter. Her boyfriend, who she was in the process of buying the house with, didn't support it. Oh, I think I did see that, yes. Oh. I I did not. She she made a comment and she actually updated it. She said she broke up with him and she's out of so much money. And, and that's what we need. I know that was hard for her to leave mm-hmm. someone you love to stick up for black people that you don't know. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine how hard that was for her, but I won't say her name, <laughs> but if she's listening, I want her to know that she is so appreciated. And that's exactly what, that's exactly what we need. That's actually what I was going to, that's what I wanted to ask you was, you know, um, as a black woman, what do you want to see more of from, you know, the white women and your allies and the people that want to do good and, 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 and be a part of the solution and help, you know, what do you want to see more of? Don't be afraid to speak up. That's, that's a big one. Um, and don't be afraid to ask for help. I'm 26 and I still need to be educated on some things and I'm a black woman. So I can only imagine white people um, who's, who doesn't know really what's going on. So it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to be ignorant to the subject because I've been ignorant to the subject too. So it's okay to ask yeah. for help. It's okay to take other people's opinions um, and just speak up. I mean, that's the big one. Speak up for what's right. Yeah. I think that's a, it's very powerful because I think, you know, um, again, like it's like, I don't, I can't imagine what it feels like to be um, judged by the color of my skin, the be judged on the person that I love, um, be judged on things. I just, I really can't imagine. And so I, I, my heart goes out to you. I'm really sorry no, that that you. happened to you this weekend. Thank you. Becca, are you okay? Yeah, I'm just... I think I just am so sad that this is still happening and I'm like really grateful that people are standing up and doing what's right, but it's it's just like 
so sad that this is even, that we're in this time and that, that people are still defending the hate, you know? But I really, Natalie, I really want to say thank you for calling in and sharing your experience. And I'm so sorry that that happened to you this weekend. Like, my hope would be that you never have to, that 26 years would be way more than that, that you ever experienced that before. Thank you, Becca. And thank you. I mean, you've used your platform. You've spoken up. I mean, you've done, you're doing good. You are, we need people like you. I know I've been I've been really actually moved by a lot of the um the people that have been talking about, you know, talking to their kids in the next generation about what's going on mm-hmm. and and hoping and praying that by the time they grow up that they won't they won't have to, you know, have deal with this injustice and that oh, they wow. won't, you know, be treated this way and I think it's such a hopeful outlook because you know, it does start in the home. You know, it does sure. start with converse, these conversations with our children and the next generation, you know, and um, it's really important that that we communicate. I hope I have a three and a half year old, and I'm. I hope that whenever he's old enough, that this this isn't happening. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's up to this generation to change what happens next. So. I will say that I've never seen so many people speak out. So this is a good start. Yeah. A really, really good start. Well, thank you for the list of resources for people to, to watch and to, to learn and to educate. And um, we'll like continue asking people to share what they're, you know, reading or listening to or watching just so that this conversation goes way beyond this week or, you know, for sure, um, make sure that this isn't just a one-time thing, but that people are consistently and constantly learning about themselves and how to be better and do better. Mm -hmm. I actually just recently found out that my friend Allie, she has a one-year-old and she buys all of her, um, her daughter's dolls in every single color. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love it. And it's just like these little things, you know, um, that we can do that I think will ultimately make a big difference. Uh, 100%. Thank you so much, Natalie. Natalie. You're very welcome. Thanks y'all for having me. We love you. Bye. I love love y'all. Bye. (laughs) Are you okay? Do you want to take a minute? No, I think I'm okay. I just got... Something hit home. What hit home? I'm just like really emotional. I think like um people standing up for what's right is just it's hard and it's uncomfortable and so to know that that girl who was like struggling because she was like I'm moving in with my boyfriend and we're supposed to get engaged but like he doesn't think that it's wrong. And, like, the fact that she took the really difficult step to 
inconvenience herself in her life to stand up for something just I think it just made me feel emotional but I mean I think I'm it's a lot of feelings in general of what's going on and You know, it's like difficult conversations, but necessary. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's take a break then for a sec. Okay. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling, and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker sole hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real. eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. 
could just be a me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Uh, All right, and we're back. Um, Becca has... Had some water. Ride her, I, ride her tears. Yeah. Okay. When I, if I get emotional and start crying, especially when it's like a build-up cry, it takes me a while to like re- get recover. I guess. But I think I needed that release, so I've been feeling it. But I think, yeah, and I think also what you're feeling is very like normal, and I think a lot of people are feeling that way. Like I definitely feel like I've been depressed hearing and seeing everything that's been going on and um, not really knowing how to handle it. And I also think for you, um, you know, it's a lot, there's just like a lot going on Mm -hmm. and, and you have, you've been, you've been quiet and because you don't want to like rattle the boat or Mm -hmm. rattle the cage. And I think you're starting to kind of come out on the other end of that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's realizing that having a platform like we do gives you the opportunity to, like, encourage people to make a change. And being quiet on topics that are so important need to be talked about is just, I feel like, wasting the opportunities that we have. So... I think a lot of the emotion and discomfort has come from years of being quiet on things I needed to be quiet about. Yeah. And I think, and I think for me, I've realized like I pride myself in being like, you know, part of woke nation and I'm like, you know, in it and I'm like here, you know, women's rights and you know, the me too movement and you know, I stand up and I speak loud and there's a, you know, there's, there's some things that I don't speak loud about and that's not okay. You know, they're, it's not okay. Mm-hmm. And it's because I, and it's because I am not educated enough. Mm-hmm. And I think I've realized that what I have been doing is, isn't, isn't enough. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we can all be doing more. So it's just about doing our part and having conversations and like being willing to be corrected i think because a lot of us are like i don't know what to say i'm scared i'm going to say the wrong thing but being saying how you feel and stepping up and being mad but being ready to accept correction if people like stand you know say hey i appreciate the effort but this ain't it you know like there was that yeah. thing going around of people and it was like tag 10 people who won't break the chain. And someone wrote me and they were like, what is this for? Like, this isn't it. I appreciate this, the thought behind it. But like, what is it? Why aren't you sharing sources or like helping people to educate themselves instead of just tagging people? Like, what's the point? I was like, 
I don't know. I'm just trying to do the right thing. But like, right, right. It's so true. It's like, you know, yeah, we're all just like trying, trying. Yeah. And I think it ain't it. Yeah. And, and being able to hear them when they say this ain't it. But I appreciate you not getting defensive about it being like, you're right. What was the point of me tagging 10 people? 20 people because totally. I did it twice. <laughs> you know, it's like, so I think it's just having conversations um, with like the black community, but also within ourselves of, of how to do better. And I know we're going to be talking to Becca Tobin just here in a little bit about you know, what they're doing with the lady gang and they just came out with a book, but you know, it's like focusing on what's important right now. And, um, so I'm excited to talk to her. They posted a really, really great statement all as a unit, which I thought was really great. Yeah, I agree. We've talked recently on this very show about how hard it is to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, right? And how we'll never know what it's like to be black and to be gay and to be I'll never know what it's like to be a woman, blah, 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 blah. But so often when one of the people in these oppressed groups says, this is awful and this is making me feel this way, they're met with, calm down, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what's missing. That's, that's where the empathy is lacking. Mm-hmm. And that's why I've really tried to make this into a teachable moment for my kids. And we had some callers this morning with Seacrest saying, how do I talk to my kids about this? And to me, this is an easy one because it's such a great opportunity to talk to them about empathy and how you will never know what it's like to be that way. So you can't say, that doesn't sound so bad. Or you can't say, what are they complaining about? You don't know. You don't know what that's like and you never will. And so you have to listen because yeah. mm-hmm. what they're saying is how they feel and you have to respect that. And so I've, I've, it, it's been interesting talking to them about it and hearing their points of view on it and explaining what happened in Minnesota and mm-hmm. what, what happened and why it was wrong and how the guy has been arrested and this is going to happen and this is probably going to happen and all this stuff and why people are so upset. And then there's three elements to that. There's the protesting, which everyone's mm-hmm. for because mm-hmm. everyone has the right to voice their opinion and march and sing and sit and everything else. And then there's right. looting, which everyone's against and that's mm-hmm. wrong and they shouldn't be stealing things and taking this opportunity to enrich themselves. And then there's the middle part, which is rioting. And that's kind of in a gray area because while it is very uncomfortable for us to see this happening on TV with smashing windows and starting cars on fire, um, rioting has changed the world. And so that's another thing I want to teach them is just because you see all these people misbehaving on television, it's like Martin Luther King said, rioting is the voice of the unheard and when no one listens for long enough, you've got to do something to make them listen. And I'm not advocating going out and doing this stuff, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. It's like, you know, it, talking isn't getting us anywhere. So mm-hmm. it's like we yes. have to, there's something that needs to be How done. How many more people need to die before something is done? Right. And so that's what happens. Right. And when you look at riots, you look at the Stonewall riots in the 60s. That was a big deal for gay rights. And mm-hmm. there is now a mm-hmm. plaque on the wall on that street in New York where those riots happened. Mm-hmm. Where stuff was set on fire and stuff was destroyed. But now it's a historical monument because of the change that came from that. So to me, complaining about the broken glass and the the police cars on fire is like complaining about all that wonderful, delicious tea that we lost in Boston Harbor in the 1700s. You know, no, you never read about the tea that was wasted. You read about the Boston right. Tea Party and the change that came from that. So mm-hmm. anyway, right. these are the discussions that I'm forcing my children to have. These days. Yeah, it's, it's, I was listening to this um, 
this Chris Rock, somebody said, it was a tweet somebody posted. It was, um, he said something about how everybody just says, you know, well, there's always, there's always a couple bad apples in every, um, in every, you know, industry, a couple bad apples. Uh-huh. He was just like, a couple bad apples should not be in certain <laughs> industries. Like it's not, you know what I mean? Like I, it was just right. like, the, he said the, like the pilots, comedy spe- like pilots. He said. Like yeah, pilots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's like American no. airlines can't be like, Hey, we have, <laughs> most of them are good, but we have a few bad ones that we're not sure if they can land. Right. Like, not sure about that. It's like, no. And like, it's just not, it's not okay. You know, also, and, they I think that the whole sentence is one bad apple can spoil the whole bunch. And that seems <laughs> totally. to be what's happening right now. So saying it's just a couple of bad apples, well, it's spoiling everything. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I, I, I want to make it clear, like, we're, I think our country is perfectly aware that there are good people who are cops, but this isn't about those people. And the, the change is that they need to take a stand against the bad ones and stand up for what is right. It has nothing to do with saying there's no good people in the police force. It's saying, no, right. there's, yeah, it's like the, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. It's just saying, like, if you're part of the police force, then you need to stand up against police brutality and what's happening to people. And that's how you're a good cop. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I I love, I love, like, I feel safe when I know, like, cops around. I call the cops all the time when I feel, you know, danger in my neighborhood or in front of my apartment or, like, whatever. Um, but there, this cop killed a man like it's not right and this isn't and just this isn't about taking sides you're either with cops right. or you're with black people no. it's not about that at all but a lot of people seem Correct. to be making it into that which is wrong mm-hmm. and there's so many Correct. cops that are out there marching with these protesters and that's that's mm-hmm. the way to do this totally well and i think the whole point tanya is what you said is like we are white we feel safe with the cops but black people don't feel right. safe the cops don't make them feel safe they make them feel the opposite it's true safe. so I um, it is it's like such a time of divide and um, but also seeing so many people stand up and come together. It's like seeing both. And I was telling Tanya, it's weird because there's so many conflicting feelings of um, like pride of seeing people stand up and also just disheartening seeing the people, you know, just breaking the unity. So. Like I was saying, I feel like um, if somebody told me, you know, because it, it, I, I, I have never, I've never experienced it. I'm a white woman. And also I've never experienced somebody, you know, I could not imagine, I would be infuriated if somebody told me I couldn't, you know, love the man that I love because he's a man or not a man or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, I or if he's, yeah, like, I just can't, I really, I would be so pissed. And it's like, why am I not being pissed for other people? Mm-hmm. I think that's what I realized, mm-hmm. especially this week. Yeah. Well, we're going to bring Becca in and talk to her about, you know, what's been going on for her personally. And um, I know she, like I said, they posted a statement. So I want to talk about that and then talk about their new book. Act like a lady, and we will be right back with her. Tired. 
Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker sole hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Um, all right. Scrubbers, would you please join me in giving a warm welcome to our guest today, the one, the only, Becca Tobin. Hi, ladies. 
She looks glowy. Oh my goodness. (laughs) She looks like she's just really taking care of herself in the tiny corner where I see you. I know. Actually, Caitlin Bristow once said it best. I think it was her. She's like, before bed, I look like a glazed donut. It's so true. It's <laughs> literally exactly what I look like before bed. It's crazy. Because <laughs> of all the products. Yeah. yeah. Just lathered on. Oils and serums and the whole nine. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, I remember when I first started you? when I first started dating uh Red Star, he would like comment on like the like the appearance of my face. And I he's like, Oh, it's bedtime, huh? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I love that that signals bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> slippery. <laughs> Just it's slippery, so it's time time to sleep. Is that yeah. a map behind you, Becca? Yeah, it's a map of Paris. Oh, cool. I love yeah. being able to see inside of everybody's homes. Yeah, I don't. Like I don't need, you know, I never needed to see the inside of so many homes. I was fine with the element of mystery. Yeah, I guess you're right. There's 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 good there's good and bad. Yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> um, how's it going? I mean, I, I'm so excited for the book. I pre-ordered it and it finally came. I didn't realize this is the first book I've ever pre-ordered. So it was a new experience for me. I think same. It was the first book I ever pre-ordered. <laughs> <laughs> like when it came in, I was so excited because I had ordered it so long ago. But yeah. It's such an exciting, I mean, it's obviously, there's so much going on right now with the release and mm-hmm. like, you know, being sure that we're talking about important issues that are going on is obviously the focus, but it is an exciting time of what happened and something that y'all been working on for a while. Yeah. Thank you. We're excited. We've had yeah. a lot of support, like from the community, the girls are taking pictures of them, like receiving their books and, you know, it's always nice when you put your head down and you spend a year writing a book and then finally other people get to read it other than like the three of us and our editors. Uh Um, So it's been nice and things that you don't realize that you, that mean a lot to people or resonate a lot to people. You get to find that out through them getting the books in their hands. And it's been like really, really exciting to see that. I always wonder, I know Tanya is like always in, in the process or, working on eventually writing a book mm-hmm. are you writing it almost done with my proposal yay that's yeah. the hardest part boy is it mm-hmm. <laughs> it is let me tell you i did you feel when you turn like when you submitted it as the final draft like you were done you couldn't make any edits was there this sense of relief or was it a sense of anxiety <laughs> anxiety yeah. um because we had had let's see there's so there's really like a lot of different rounds and how, what you're allowed to change gets smaller and smaller as the drafts get, you know, further down the line. So by the end, you can only make really minor adjustments like spell check or punctuation. Um, and so I remember reading through the final draft knowing that no major changes could be made, but still being like, oh, I should have changed this thing and I can't. And then you know, you just have to like throw it, throw caution to the wind and say like, it is what it is. It's frozen in time, which is the whole reason behind not wanting to write the book for me in the first place is because I feel like with podcasting, 
you change and you evolve. The story continues. Yeah, the story continues and you're a work in progress. And nobody knows that has learned that better than us, especially this week, Mm -hmm. that we're always changing. We're always evolving. We're always trying to learn. And, you know, the book is frozen in time. So we just hope it sticks, you know, holds up. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I never realized. I mean, I I feel the exact same way because it's like I'm making – changes literally daily and yeah. I'm like but my I was like there's no there's no changing this is the misunderstood is what it is you know yeah. but I find myself overthinking which is something that I never used to do yeah um so I I can empathize with you on that but I really I want to touch on um how we talked about evolving and, and changing mm-hmm. because um you Jack Bannock and Kelty Knight the lady gang mm-hmm. you guys all posted this um this post on Instagram like kind of, it was all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Like in unity, it was a statement Mm -hmm. that you, and I don't want to read the full statement, but, um, you basically said, we want to start this post off by saying this, we messed up and we're sorry. We started this brand five years ago with the mission of uniting women, with the mission of uniting all women. We've talked the talk, but embarrassing, embarrassingly, we haven't always walked the walk in the past. We always shied away from having tough conversations in fear of saying the wrong thing. But we now realize that our listeners on this that our silence on this issue was a major part of the problem. Moving forward, we promise to use our platform to be better, to, to speak better, to represent better, and to educate ourselves and others better, and to do better. And this really like resonated with me because I think that for so long, you know, I, I'm aware of what's going on. And, and I, I, I pride myself in being educated and reading about, you know, what's going on in the country and in history. Um, and in my mind, I've always been like, I'm not racist, you know, like I don't see color. I think we should all, you know, I, I do realize it exists, but I think that part of the problem with me as well is like, I haven't been speaking up or doing yeah. anything. I've just been like, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not racist and I'm doing my part by being kind and, you know, wanting to to treat everybody equally, but that's not enough anymore. No. And so when I saw you guys post this, it really like kind of struck a chord with me because it's very true. Yeah. And the more that we educate ourselves in this whole topic of race, you know, the more that we realized how much we've screwed up because, you know, a lot of us had the same mentality in the past of if you don't, you shouldn't acknowledge it because that makes you racist. So right. But by doing that, we've learned it's denying our black community their reality. And so, you know, we have to shift our focus of we don't see color to we see color, we see you, and Mm -hmm. we hold space for you, and we want to be your allies. And I think that what prompted that um, Instagram was obviously the time that we're in right now, but also because we started this podcast five years ago, and the whole... um, you know, landscape of the world, um, it was a different time, you know, and um, not to say this hasn't been happening forever, but I'm saying that, you know, it was a different time and we felt like our mission in uniting women was to shy away from tough conversations. And we always said, no politics, no religion. And so everything kind of got clumped together in a group as just, let's just overall say no tough conversations. And we realize now that times have changed and we have a much bigger platform than we ever thought we would ever, ever, ever have. And we're so grateful for it, but we have a responsibility to, you know, 
have tough conversations because otherwise it is a complete disservice to our lady gang community as a whole. And so um, we weren't exactly uniting all women. We were ignoring a huge percentage of the women that are in our community and what they face on a daily basis. So, um, you know, it's just, we had to admit we screwed up, you know, and, and we're learning and we hope that they can stick with us. And if they have, if they're fed up with us and they already kind of, we've found that a lot of these girls reached out and they said they stopped listening because they felt like we were tone deaf to what was happening in the country and in the world. And that was a huge, you know, that was a big dose of reality for us. Like we have a job to do and we don't blame those girls for checking out because they wanted to talk about things other than the things that we were talking about on the podcast. Yeah. I, it's so funny because I have always just assumed like staying silent meant keeping the peace. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we're, we're kind of, it's not, when, you, when you're staying silent on topics like this and things that are important where more voices mean growth and progress, you're just being a part of the problem by staying silent when I thought I was avoiding the problem by staying silent. And I yeah. think um, I think you read, you mentioned, did you read Untamed by Glennon Doyle? Yeah. She has a section where she talks about how she was so defensive about racism that she wasn't racist. She loved mm -hmm. everyone and... It was such an eye-opener for me of realizing that we're, we might not be born with, like, racism, but we're very quickly taught, mm -hmm. like, that, that how society views the black community versus the white community. Yeah. And I think to ignore that and to not acknowledge it just because you love everyone, like, we all have it and it's something to acknowledge and to speak up about because I'm... I've, I'm like you, I, I always wanted this podcast to be a happy place and to not talk about things that may cause confrontation or split people apart. But if anything, I feel like we've had people come together more than ever because people are taking a stance yeah, and standing because, up for. And unlike politics, this isn't political. This is, this is talking about the equity of humans right? and, um, you know, social justice. And I think that We've also been really programmed to think that that you have to choose a side politically, you know, as far as how you feel on those issues. And that's complete BS. You know, this yeah. is not politics. This is humans. Granted, politics plays a major part in the, you know, systematic issue of racism in our country. Um, but yeah, it's like we felt so silly for lumping it together into a group like that. And we're, we're just like so sorry for not taking the step back and realizing that there's such a difference. It's not a polarizing issue. If it is, mm -hmm. and you're on the other side of it, like we don't even want to have you listening. Right, right, right. We don't, yeah. we don't even want you here. Yeah. But I also think acknowledging the fact that like sometimes, you know, like I think for me with everything that's, it's weird because uh, you know, I do feel like I've, I've had these feelings and, you know, um, uh, but it's almost like you don't, cause, because I am a white woman, I don't know. I will never know how the black community feels when, you know, it's like, I know how I feel when I see these videos and it's disgusting and, and, and hor horrible and inhumane. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like, I almost don't know what to do. You know, it's like right. my first reaction is like, pray and 
be kind, but it's like, that's not, that's not good enough anymore. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. never, it was never good enough. But like it, for me, I was like, oh, this is, this is what I can do. But it's like, I think just saying, I don't know what to do and trying to figure that out and educating myself is, is there a step in the right direction? Yeah. And we had a conversation amongst the three of us, like, what are the things that we can do to start walking the walk? And, you know, a couple of things are educating our white community and the lady gang first and foremost. And that was, you know, we're getting together, we're reading the same book together that deals with this. And we're having a discussion on the podcast and bringing in, um, under the lady gang network, we have another podcast called the stacks. That's right. Um, yeah. With our friend, Tracy Thomas, who is this incredibly, um, powerful, beautiful, outspoken black woman who really just is going to come on and like, we're going to we're going to have the dialogue because it's it's an important thing to do so educating the listeners not shying away from it and also um you know monetarily like you know we're so lucky that we get to make money doing what we do for a living but we have a responsibility to do something good with some of that money so you know we're going to be donating it to a number of organizations that we posted about and we're also going to be featuring more diverse guests on the podcast and it's you know we've tried since the beginning to do that i'm sure like you guys mm -hmm. um and so we're just going to keep up you know keep up asking and and hoping that we can change the landscape of that too um and featuring women black women who are in business and business owners and featuring them on the podcast and doing stuff like that where it's you know should have been automatic which is so embarrassing that you know it's taken this t for us to um step yeah, up but it's like it's even like we just had uh nina parker on a few mm -hmm. weeks ago and you know we had a normal just conversation about like life love career the pursuit of happiness mm -hmm. and we don't ask her you know any tough questions about the black community and what she's had to face you know in terms of race in her career or in her life. And, you know, it's like, it's having those conversations that I think didn't really register with me because for me, yeah, I don't see color, but it's true. It, it is yeah. there, you know? It's so it's like having it. Yeah. yeah. Cause I was like, what, you know, I was watching her talk, um, this morning and like, she was, you know, in tears over everything that's going on and rightfully so. And it's just like, I feel bad because a, not only did we have her as a guest recently, but it's like, I consider, you know, a colleague, I've worked with her a bunch and I, and I, I've never asked her these questions and never have, you know, um, understood that, uh, that side of her. And, and I, I feel embarrassed about it, to be honest. Yeah. I think there, I, I think we all feel the same way of how we've, you know, handled things in the past, but I think this is such a great time for growth and moving forward and making sure that we are moving forward and continuing this beyond what's happening right now. I think knowing, you know, being able to move forward and correct what we've done wrong, like we're so lucky to be in a position where we can fix what we've done and do better. You know, it's, I, I've been, you know, I've been trying to, I watched the documentary 13th last night mm, and it so was good. so eye-opening and like, I felt, I felt like I, had so much more of an understanding of what's happening right now, just based on this like hour and a half documentary. And in my head, I was thinking there's so much more to learn, but how lucky are we to be on the side of growth and progress and doing better moving forward beyond just what's happening currently. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's true. And also, you know, it's, I feel fortunate that we have these platforms and these communities of women who I'm finding more and more are like so willing to adjust and change and grow and learn. And um, that's just been, it's been really lovely to see. And if we can take, you know, a hundred girls from our Facebook group and get them to read this one book and, you know, join in on an important conversation, then those people tell the people in their lives, like, you know, I, I just want to be a vessel for positive change and growth in this entire, this entire thing. Yeah. Woke nation, you know, <laughs> woke nation, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a good time to have a podcast because, you know, we get to do the work in front of the world. Yeah, no, totally. Set an example. Mm-hmm. Can you share what book y'all are reading for Lady Gang so that people can? Yes, it's called part. White Fragility. Um, this book was recommended to me. Um, the author's name is uh, Diane or Diana D'Angelo. Let me like, let me just make it's sure. It's Robin D'Angelo. Oh, Robin D'Angelo. So it's White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo. Um, and it really is, it's been rec- recommended to me by so, so, so many people. And it really is the perfect thing at the moment for any white person to read. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of, it tells us what we've been doing wrong this entire time, you know, and um, it, it's just, it's, it's really good. It's really a great resource for anybody who's confused or needs to know, you know, I don't know how to really word this. It's just a great resource. Yeah. It, I, um, someone posted, you know, as you're learning and educating yourself, like be prepared to, be comfortable feeling uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. which I have felt, you know, immensely because it's like realizing something that you've lived with your whole life without recognizing it or um, like, I guess, admitting to it or acknowledging it is a very uncomfortable thing Mm -hmm. to, you know, process. But it's a weird sense of um, like growth that comes with that feeling of discomfort that I'm learning. So yeah, I, I'm reading it too. I just started it. So it's, um, I have a list of books that I'm going through and I have to remind myself that I can only read one book at a time. I know. <laughs> no, totally. That one's a good one. I'm doing the audio book on that one, One White Fragility. And I like just go for walks and I'll listen. And it's so true being comfortable with the discomfort. Like, there's things that in the past, you know, if we got feedback, we would try to be defensive mm-hmm. and learning that that is not at all our place. And it's just to simply take the feedback and let it sink in and then move forward and acknowledge the feedback and be appreciative for the feedback. And I think that more and more during this time, you know, everybody, thank goodness, in our community is really outspoken. And so, more and more I'm getting to practice that by being like, you're absolutely right. We don't have enough diversity in our guests that come on the podcast. You're absolutely right. We don't do a good enough job of supporting black owned businesses. Like we, you know, it's just, it doesn't matter what the excuses are. It's, it's, it's not the right thing to defend it. You just adjust, you pivot Mm -hmm. and you, you, you do, you start doing it. 
Well, thank you for coming on. I know it's like a time where we, you know, I'm glad that we got to have a conversation about what's going on. I'm really excited for y'all about Act Like a Lady. Thank you. It is definitely on my list to read. I have it right here. You can put it at the bottom after the important books. (laughs) I can, you know, I can read some and then read some of y'all's, but I love the photo on the back. It's so cute and fun. I just love y'all. I'm like proud to know y'all and proud to get to be in a community with y'all so the same thank you guys so much yeah super happy to support let's get you guys on that new york times bestseller list okay (laughs) love you love you (laughs) bye bye all right i do love me some becca tobin it's um just one of those things that I like, you know, obviously coming out with a book is such a huge accomplishment and having, you know, that, that during something like this, the press and the excitement, but it's cool that someone with her, you know, with that excitement, that platform is having conversations about what's happening now. So I love her. Well, yeah. And I also think it's easy for people to, to turn a, you know, turn a blind eye to what's going on and just like want to be like, you know, I put so much effort into this book and I'm going to promote it. And, you know, there's still people posting like, here's my fit tummy tea. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's still happening. And I'm uh, happy that the lady gang, Becca Tobin on those girls have kind of realized like, no, we're not going to be doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. it is what it is. It's coming out this, you know, it's coming out, but we understand what's going on and we want to like change the conversation to something bigger than us. Yeah. Um, we are not going to do emails today. We, I just wanted to reiterate some of those, um, sources that, uh, Natalie shared earlier on Netflix when they see us, um, 13th, seven seconds, um, the hate you give, and then there was a podcast. Let's talk about racism. Speaking of Speaking racism. Speaking of racism. And um, I'm reading, as well as what Becca Tobin was talking about, I'm reading White, Fagi- White Fragility. Um, I bought the book Just Mercy, which is also a movie, and I'm going to watch this. It's, oh, it's, yeah, the it's one with, um, Michael, B. with uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it, I think it really focuses on the justice system. And um, so I would just recommend... You can easily research movies and books and sources to look at. So do that and, you know, use your time to do it because it's it's really eye-opening once you start opening these books and watching these shows that are hard to watch, honestly. So um, Yeah, I want to watch, thir- is it 13 or 13th? I think it's 13th, like the 13th Amendment. But oh. I've heard a lot of people say 13, so I'm not sure, but I think it's 13th. I'm going to watch that tonight. But um, we love you all and stay safe and stay, you know, stay strong in what the conversation is right now and what's right. This is not a political thing. This is human rights. And we love you all and um, be good to each other. We love you. I love you. I love you, too. I love you, Mark. I love you, Easton. I love you, Tori, even though we can't see you. Love you guys.
Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds-infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes, at Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.